Hello everyone, my name is G2, and you know what I'm here to do. I'm here to give you the Royal Rumble review. Last night was the Royal Rumble, and by God was it a great rumble. The whole event was actually good from top to bottom. Um, I just want to know one thing. Where do we go from here? And you'll get what I mean by that at the end, but just keep that in mind. Where do we go from here? Now, the first thing that will happen on the Royal Rumble show would be the kickoff. And the kickoff, they usually have the people do their whole predictions. The panelists uh, pick who will win and not. They'll have some backstage segments. There was one backstage segment that would really predict what will happen at the main event at the end of the show, which would be the bloodline. You will have the bloodline in their locker room. Everybody is waiting for Roman to say something to Sammy because Sammy went against Roman Reigns' wishes for him not to be on any shows besides the Monday Night Raw show. He was told not to be on any shows except for the Royal Rumble show. And he was on SmackDown, and he went against Roman's rule. So, Roman would get upset with Sammy. He says, why were you even there? He wants to know why he went against his uh, wishes. And you would see Sammy look at Jay constantly trying to tell Jay to speak up or do something because Sammy's just so nervous to say anything to Roman. Jay would tell Roman, hey, it was me. I called Sammy to go to the arena since me and Jimmy got kicked out of the arena because of Adam Pierce. And I didn't want Solo to go into his match with Kevin Owens by himself. So you see Roman mullet all over and he says, matter of fact, why are we speaking about last night? Why don't we speak about tonight? And he tells the Usos, here's the plan. You two stay in the back and just make sure nothing happens. I don't want to hear nothing out of you two tonight. And he looks at Sammy tells Sammy, you're with me all tonight. You're going to be out there with me. There's no nothing. You're going to be out there with me. You understand? And Sammy just looks surprised and just happy because he's not getting yelled at or anything. And he says, okay, I'm cool with that. So Sammy would be with Roman at the main event of the Royal Rumble. So with that backstage segment, you would try to wonder what Sammy going to do. Is Sammy going to interfere or not? You will get your answers at the end of the Rumble. Now. To start the Rumble off, Pat McAfee will come out. He's on commentary for the whole night. He was a great added bonus for commentary. I miss Pat McAfee on commentary. Him and Cole's relationship on commentary was great. Uh, him, Michael Cole, and Corey Graves, all three men on commentary, they work perfectly. If I'm going to be honest with you, I would have those three guys work on Raw, SmackDown, or even NXT any time of the day. And if we could just have those three exclusively for the pay-per-views that would be absolutely perfect but i was glad to have pat McAfee here now the first match of the royal rumble will be the men's royal rumble uh as always the men's royal rumble uh is a big thing because the winner goes off to the main event of wrestlemania and this was a star-studded uh royal rumble here you have bobby lashley you have brock lesnar you had sheamus drew mcintyre gunther he ended uh started off first with sheamus um, but you would get some surprises here and there. You had Booker T coming out. You had Edge coming back. He hasn't been seen since, uh, Extreme Rules when he had his match with Finn Balor. And you had Logan Paul. Logan Paul hasn't been back in WWE since, uh, the Crown Jewel event where he lost to Roman Reigns. And I thought he tore his MCL or ACL or something like in there. And that takes a long time to recover. And my man came back quick. So, hey. I can't complain. Logan Paul was in this thing, and he still, I want to make this perfectly clear. I don't like the man 
Logan Paul, the athlete Logan Paul inside the WWE ring, I have to respect because that guy, he gives it his all and he knows how to make the people boo him just perfectly. So he works perfect in the WWE sphere. But outside of WWE sphere, I don't like the guy. But let's get down to brass tacks here. The final four in the Royal Rumble would be Cody Rhodes, Austin Theories, Gunther, and Seth Rollins, or that's what we thought because Theory would get eliminated. And now you have the showdown between Cody and Seth, and they'll do their business. They're battling in the middle of the ring. Gunther's taking a chill because he's catching his breath since he started out as the first entrant in the Rumble and is down to those three. Logan Paul will get in the ring and eliminate Seth Rollins. Now, people thought Logan Paul was eliminated because there was this big uh, segment that he did in a match with him and Ricochet where they would do a high fly battle. Both of them would hit a springboard uh, clothesline on each other and literally clash in the middle of the air. And you would think Logan Paul got eliminated because of that. No, he didn't get eliminated. He just actually rolled underneath the ropes. In a Royal Rumble, you had to get thrown over the top rope and both your feet had to hit the ground. None of that happened for Logan Paul. So Logan Paul would get in the ring and he would throw Seth Rollins out. Then you see Logan Paul have a battle with Cody. Cody would throw Logan Paul out. And now it's down to Cody and Gunther. And boy, Cody and Gunther, they put on a good clash right there between both of those two. But in the end, Cody would eliminate Gunther because this is Cody's redemption story from coming from AEW into WWE after leaving WWE the first time from not wanting to be used from top management, not wanting to use them. And he's back here with all the experience from being around the world and helping build up another company. This is Cody's redemption story here. So it's only fitting for Cody to win since he's come back from injury. So Cody is now going to main event WrestleMania. Now, a couple more highlights in the match was Brock Lesnar, he got eliminated by Bobby Lashley, and Brock would lose his mind. Brock would get the steel steps, smash the steel steps on the commentary table, making Corey Graves, Michael Cole, and Pat McAfee quickly leave the ring. Uh, Brock would attack Baron Corbin, who's close to the ring because Baron's making his entrance, and leave him laying on the mat, making officials come down to the ring and lead Brock away from the ring. Also, Rey Mysterio was supposed to be in this match, but Rey Mysterio never officially enters the Rumble because Rey Mysterio's number will get uh, pulled up. I believe it was number 17. He doesn't come out. Number 18 comes out as Dominic Mysterio, and he has his father's mask on. So we have the assumption that Judgment Day basically took out Rey Mysterio, and that's the reason why we don't see Rey none of this time in this matchup here. And one more thing. The usual thing every year for the Men's Royal Rumble is the Kofi Kingston uh, save spot. And what I mean by that is Kofi Kingston in almost every Rumble every year that he has been participating in for almost about a decade now, he's always had some spectacular uh, way to make sure he doesn't get eliminated. This year, he tried to pounce off the apron whenever somebody ran into him and he would uh, jump off the apron and he was going to land on a commentator's uh, chair, which he does do, but the chair would happen to turn on its side and Kofi would hit the floor and his feet happened to hit uh, the floor as well. So that would eliminate Kofi. So that will put it into the Kofi safe spot. It didn't happen this year. But again, not to take away from the big story here, Cody Rhodes is back. He's now in the main event of WrestleMania. Now, after this, we have the Mountain Dew pitched black uh, match with Bray Wyatt and LA Knight. 
And the whole big thing is, is a no disqualification matchup here. And what was the whole big thing? What was the pitch black about? Well, it's basically instead of the clear usual lights that you will have in a wrestling match. No, it just basically turns to the blue lights basically like a rave or like the lights that Naomi used to use in her entrance. That was the lights for this matchup here. And you just see like the neon colors popping off of uh, LA Knight's gear. And you see Bray Wyatt like cover his face and arms and like some makeup that only you can see in the blue lights. And it looks like a demon figure. That's basically this whole big creative thing for Mountain Dew Pitch Black. It wasn't what anybody thought it would be, but I'm not gonna lie, it was what it was. Anywho, uh, Bray Wyatt would win the match by pinfall when he hits LA Knight with the sister Abigail for the win. This match didn't last too long. I'll give it probably, what, what, 8, 10, 11 minutes, like tops. To be honest with you, the match really didn't last that long. However, after the match, Bray Wyatt would go over to a corner and he would put a mask on his face. Once he turns around, Knight sees Wyatt with a mask on his face. He starts leaving the ring, and he starts uh, going through the crowd, and Bray Wyatt would start chasing L.A. Knight. Knight would be carrying a candlestick at this time, and he would be hitting Bray Wyatt to keep his distance from him. But Bray, just like any horror movie killer character, he would just keep going after L.A. Knight. So we would get to the part where Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight are now on a platform, and Bray will lock in the minimal call on L.A. Knight, taking Knight down to the floor. Bray Wyatt would get up and he will look up in the sky and he will see Uncle Howdy standing on a high platform looking down on him. Uncle Howdy would then jump off that platform and he will look to hit LA Knight and he doesn't hit LA Knight. You see LA Knight have to move over after the fact to make him like go into the hole because they got to move some camera work for that. I figured that they did not plan that well out so well in uh, pre-planning, but it is what it is. But after you see Howdy jump off, crash into the uh, platform, Knight's body goes down with it, flames pop up, and you just see the Firefly uh, puppets on the high platform looking down as Bray Wyatt is admiring what Uncle Howdy just did. So it seems to me that Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy, and the Firefly uh, puppets are now one whole cohesive unit. I don't know what to think about this. I'm going to have to wait until SmackDown happens where Bray Wyatt hopefully talks about what we saw at Royal Rumble. Maybe he does, maybe he don't. Let's just see what he does. Uh, after this, we have the Raw Women's Championship matchup. Uh, Bianca Belair going against Alexa Bliss. Bianca will win the match by pinfall by hitting Alexa with the KOD. This was a simple match between Bianca and Alexa. This was like a Raw match you could have just easily put on an uh, episode of Monday Night Raw and just had here, but they used this time to kill... Uh, time on the pay-per-view so i'm not completely mad at it and is uh leading to another thing with alexa bliss because after the match as bianca's walking up the ramp alexa would be in the ring and a cryptic video would play for alexa and it's still bray wyatt uncle howdy style uh video for alexa and the main message of that whole video is do you feel like you are in control so it seems that alexa bray wyatt uncle howdy their whole business isn't done yet and we might see those three come together in the future maybe we'll have to wait and see now after this we get the women's royal rumble matchup uh the first participant is rhea ripley the second participant is Liv morgan and just like the men's uh rumble rhea ripley who started off first she will make it to the final four 
the final four would be Rhea Ripley, Asuka, Nikki Cross, and Liv Morgan, with Rhea Ripley winning the match by lastly eliminating Liv Morgan. Now, Rhea is the fourth person in Rumble history, men or women, to have entered at number one to win the whole entire Rumble. So Rhea Ripley is now going to be able to pick whatever champion she wants to go after for WrestleMania. And I have a feeling we all know which championship she's going to go after. So I'm just going to say right now, it's going to be Rhea Ripley going against Bianca Belair at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's Championship. This was a match that we were supposed to have at Money in the Bank, but it didn't happen because Rhea got injured. So for them now to have this match at WrestleMania, it's going to be great. I'm already can tell is going to be great because everybody's wanting that matchup for the longest and to be honest with you Rhea Ripley's the last woman that Bianca Belair technically has to beat on the Raw Women's roster because I believe she's beaten literally everybody except for Rhea Ripley in this current carnation of Rhea so it's going to be a good match between those two now highlights of the Women's Royal Rumble uh you would get the NXT Women's Champion Roxanne Perez entering in this Rumble Zoe Starks will enter this Rumble. Asuka will come back. She hasn't been on television in some time now, but she's coming back with her old Japanese face paint, the same face paint that she wore as Kana over there in Japan, and she was more vicious in this Rumble, so more than likely we're going to get a more vicious style of Asuka. Thank God. Uh, Chelsea Green, she's now back in the company, and she will only last about five seconds in the Rumble because as soon as she got in, is as quickly she got out. So Chelsea Green's back in the Rumble. Well, she's back in WWE, so congrats. Um, Michelle McCool, she would be in the Rumble. She would be in the crowd. She would be in the audience sitting with her daughter, and her music will play, and everybody's just looking like, hold up, she's over there sitting with her kid. And the camera will point over to Michelle McCool. She'll get up, and she'll just hop up the barricade and just go into the ring and start doing her thing. And Pat McAfee would make note that she is wrestling in Uggs. And they would make sure that people understand, oh, yeah, she's wrestling in regular casual gear. Like a regular black, like bra, sports bra, and all this type of stuff. Her black pants that you could tell that got some uh, crosses on it. But, like, stylistic crosses that she used to wear on her wrestling attire. And she's wearing, like, legit black Uggs. So it was trying to make, be, like, an unplanned situation. But we all know what it is. Michelle McCool knew this stuff was going to happen. And uh, last but not least, at the number 30 spot, Nia Jax, she would uh, return back to the company. Now, I don't know if she signed or not, but Nia Jax will be back here. She only lasted, what, seven minutes in the Rumble, but Nia Jax was here. So I was happy to see Nia here because it was real shocking to see Nia get, like, released, what, a year or two ago? And for Nia to be back here, I'm not going to lie. I'm happy for her to be back. Now, off to the main event, the Undisputed Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn in his corner, going against the challenger, Kevin Owens. Now, Roman Reigns would win the match by pinfall when he would hit Kevin Owens and pin him. And as he does this, he looks at Sami directly in his eyes as he does so. Because in the match, at one point, Kevin Owens uh, had the match won, but... Uh, there was no referee because Roman Reigns would push Kevin Owens into the ref, making the ref uh, be knocked down. Kevin Owens hits Roman with a pop-up powerbomb, and that's when Kevin Owens would go for the pin. He covers Roman, no ref to make the count, so it's null and void here. 
And then you see Kevin Owens try to pick up Roman Reigns. Roman hits Kevin Owens with a low blow. And then you see Roman look at Sammy and he tells Sammy to get him a chair. Sammy would tell Roman, you told me not to do nothing. And then you see Sammy just look at Roman and Roman just looks at Sammy and he just raises his voice. I am telling you now to get me a chair. And now you see Sammy running over, trying to frantically look for a chair. Paul Heyman yells at Sammy, there's a chair underneath this ring right here. Get it. Sammy will go over, get the chair, and now you see Sammy just holding the chair. Roman Reigns is telling Sammy to hand it over, and Sammy's just looking at Roman. Roman then makes a turned face and looks at Sammy like, give me the chair. So Sammy would hand the chair off to Roman and say, okay, you got it. Roman gets the chair. Kevin Owens hits him with a stunner. The referee gets back in the ring. Kevin Owens makes the pin, and no. Kevin Owens does not win because Roman Reigns kicks out. Continuing on later in the match, you will see both Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns outside of the ring. Kevin Owens is now at the feet of Sammy. Sammy is telling Kevin, stay down. Just stay down. Roman sees this. He runs over and he hits Kevin Owens with a spear, busting the barricade. Now, Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn and Roman Reigns are next to the steel steps. You see Roman grab Kevin Owens, and he just slams Kevin onto the steel steps. Not the sides where it's smooth. Oh, no, he slams him on the most riggedy parts of the steps where the wrestlers actually have to walk on. So he slams him, and it looks nasty. It's gruesome. Sammy just quivers when he sees this, and Roman notices it, and he looks at Sammy. And then he picks Kevin Owens up again, and he looks at Sammy one more time, and he does that to Kevin again. So he's installing fear right into Sami Zayn at that present. Fast forward, you get the results. Roman spears Kevin Owens, pins him. So, Kevin Owens is down in the mat. This is after the match now. Roman Reigns, Sami, the Usos, and Sol Sokoa are now in the ring. You see all of them. Kind of like surrounding Kevin Owens here. Kevin Owens is still on the mat, unconscious. You see Jay Uso holding like the flower lay. And he wants to give it now to Sammy and crown him. Roman Reigns would stop Jay and say, uh-uh, we're not done here yet. And you see Roman give instructions off to the Usos to beat up more on Kevin Owens. And you just see Jimmy and Jay so smiling. They're so ready to do this. And they just start beating up on Kevin Owens, beating up on him some more. Roman would grab Sammy and he would put his arm around Sammy's neck. And Sammy would try to stop it. But you just see Roman just kind of hold Sammy more and say, no, no, no. Let them handle that. Let them do it. So Sammy's now watching Kevin Owens get beat down, and you see all in Sammy's face is written. It's nothing but fear, as Roman's just smiling at seeing the Usos beating up on Kevin Owens. You see the Usos put Kevin Owens in the bottom corner, and you see Roman tell Solo to get the chair, put it on Kevin Owens's neck, and he wants Solo to ram his hip into Kevin Owens the same way that he did to Riddle that made Riddle go away for some time now. So, Solo does this. He does that. He rams his hip into the chair, popping Kevin Owens in the bottom corner. Kevin Owens is laid out now. Now, we all think it's done. Oh, no, Roman isn't done yet. He tells Paul Heyman to 
get the handcuffs out. Paul Heyman pulls out two sets of handcuffs. He hands them off to the Usos. The Usos handcuffs Kevin Owens to the ropes. And now Kevin Owens is defenseless. And you just see the Usos start super kicking uh, Kevin Owens one after the other. I counted about eight super kicks, four from Jimmy, four from Jay. And then they hit Kevin Owens with double super kicks three times. So Kevin Owens ate 11 super kicks in total. Sammy is just still watching all this with fear. And you can just tell it all in his face. Now you see Roman get a steel chair. And he's about to bash Kevin Owens' head in because he tells Kevin, you're messing with Sammy Uso now. He's a part of my family. And once you mess with my family, you're messing with me. And you have been dragging Sammy down since day one. So Roman wants to end this. And before he can even wail off and hit Kevin Owens in the head with the chair, Sammy Zayn would move in front of Kevin Owens and tell Roman, hey, stop. He's done. He's done. You don't need to do this. This is above you. You don't need to do this. And now you see Roman just stop. He puts the chair down and he's just looking into the air. And you see him pondering this. And he says, you know what? You're right. And he just gives the chair to Sammy. Sammy says, I don't want to take that. Um, I don't want to know. And Roman says, take it. You're going to take this chair. And Sammy begrudgingly, he takes the chair. And Roman tells him, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to hit Kevin Owens in the head. You need to do it. Sammy would not want to do it. And Roman has to give him the pep talk. Hey, you're part of us now. He is not good for you. He's been dragging you down since day one. And he does this nicely, calmly with Sammy to try to give the confidence to Sammy to do it. Sammy still doesn't do it. Now Roman's starting to get angry and he's starting to ramp up. And he says, you know what? You are with us. You think this is a game? This is my life. This is what I do. This is how I feed my family. This is what it is. You're a part of us now. Are you not? If you're not, then you can get out of the ring. You can go ahead and do all that jackass stuff. You don't need to be with us if you're going, not going to do it. So now he's trying to use fear, intimidation, and angriness to make Sammy do his bidding. Sammy still doesn't do it. And now you see Roman get in Sammy's face. He's just start pie-facing him multiple and multiple of times. And now he thinks that Sammy's really going to do it because now Sammy's angry and, he, and Sammy's just nodding his head at everything Roman's saying. And now you see Roman get in the face of Kevin Owens and he just bad-mouthing Kevin right in his face. And Sammy just hits Roman in the back with the chair. And the whole arena goes stunned. They're cheering for Sammy for finally sticking up to Roman. And Sammy turns around and he looks at Jay and he tells Jay, I'm sorry. And Jimmy Uso super kicks Sammy Zane and he just starts beating up on him. And Jay's yelling at Sammy, you were supposed to be my dog. You were supposed to be my brother. And Jay is so hurt by this because initially, if people remember, Jay was the one that didn't want Sammy to be nowhere part of the bloodline. But after Sammy constantly taking bullets for them constantly, he's been gaining his trust. And now Jay saving Sammy from tribal court. He feels that that's his brother now. He has a deep-rooted connection to him. Jimmy at the beginning, remember, Jimmy was cool with Sammy. He was dabbing him up, my dog this, my dog that. And now Jimmy was the one that was quick to do the bidding of quickly getting Sammy out of here. So Jay, he's hurt by this. 
You see Jimmy beating up on Sammy, Solo beating up on Sammy. Roman Reigns just constantly bad-mouthing Sammy as he's getting beat up on. He says, you were my family. I took you in. This is what you do to me. This is how you repay me. And Jay's just off in the corner. He's looking at all this. He's just stunned, and he's just petrified, and he's just everything in the book. And all of them, Solo, Jimmy, and Roman, they look at Jay and they because they notice that Jay is getting in on this beatdown and they move closer to Jay and Jay just slides out of the ring and he just walks up the ramp and the crowd is cheering for this. And now this pisses Roman Reigns off more. He gets the chair and he just starts wailing on Sammy multiple times in the back with the chair, beating him up, beating him up, beating him up, saying that you tore my family apart. You did this. So now you have Roman just constantly beating up on Sammy until he gets tired. He goes over to Sammy, prone body now, and he just starts ripping the shirt, Honore Uso, off of Sammy. And Roman leaves the ring. Solo leaves the ring. Jimmy, he picks up the teared Honore Uso shirt, and he super kicks Kevin Owens one more good time, and he leaves the ring. And now you see Solo, Roman, Paul, and Jimmy at the entrance ramp, and they just look back at their destruction that they have in the ring, and you just see Roman say something to Paul. I can't remember what he said to Paul, but I think he said he's no longer an honorary oos. He's no longer anything to us. Something along those lines, but now you can tell where the ball is basically going to be rolling now since we're going to Mania now. It puts a question mark on things. We're going to have to wait until Raw and SmackDown of seeing where Jay's head is at. Because Jay didn't partake in the beatdown. Jay felt a close connection to Sammy. And now, since Sammy did this, where does Jay's head rely at? Does he still stick with his brother in the bloodline after seeing what they did to somebody that didn't want to go with their wishes? Because Sammy was cool. He was cool with everything until they start viciously beating up on Kevin Owens completely after the fact everything was done. So... This adds more layers to this storyline that we know is coming to an end sometime around WrestleMania time because I believe they're going to have the biggest payoff at WrestleMania. Whatever that is, I don't know. But I feel at WrestleMania, this whole big bloodline taking over stuff is going to end there. So where does Jimmy and Jay's head lie at? Does Jay stick with the bloodline? Is he on his own and he's just going to come out, defend the tag titles with his brother, then leave? on his own without the bloodline, or is he still going to stick with his brother, or what, or is he going to try to create a coup of him, Solo, and Jimmy trying to move away from Roman after seeing what Roman does to someone that takes all the bullets for them the way that Sammy did? See, that's just the questions that are adding up now, because now, what's going to happen? So, with that, that was the Royal Rumble uh, event, that was my review of it, I'm telling you right now, the two Rumble matches, the women's one and the men's one, they were great. The Universal Heavyweight uh, Championship match, that was great, especially the ending. If you want to see it, please go to Peacock. I implore you, please go to Peacock or go to YouTube somewhere. Trust me, somebody probably got it on YouTube somewhere, the segment. Go to YouTube, try to watch it that way if you can. But I would implore you, go ahead and watch the pay-per-view. It's only, like, what, a three-hour and 30-minute event? Trust me. It'll fly by pretty quickly. It's all smooth. So, again, Royal Rumble this year, it was great, in my personal opinion. And that's all that matters to me, my opinion. So, with that, that's your Royal Rumble review of G2. 
This has been my Two Cents Podcast, reviewing Roy Rumble. Also, the Sunday episode is out. It's called Disgust. If you want to listen to that, that'd be great. If not, hey, you'll listen to me again next Saturday for the Wrestling Highlights of the Week. But with that, I love you all. Please have a great Sunday and a great start of your week. Don't be a dick. Be courteous to everyone. And with that, Kanye, could you please take these people home? I'm tired. You tired. Uh-huh. Jesus wept. Uh-huh.